Record player, Daisy the Great, Island 1069, W-I-I-S-Q-S. Good morning, I'm Gwen Filosa, in with you for It's Too Early. That's the name of the show, broadcasting right off Duval Street, beautiful downtown Key West, Florida. Happy New Year, y'all. I know, I, yeah, it's great. This is the first show of uh, 2022, and I'm going to get used to writing that down on checks and newspaper stories and such. I'm super excited to have my guest this morning. She's a comedian and actor based in Brooklyn. She is on uh, Comedy Central, and she also created the comedy platform Humor Darling. Good morning, Laura Ornella. How are you? Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> Glad to have you. Is, is it a little too yeah. early for you? <laughs> it's a little too early, as you can see. I already got mixed up in my hellos. <laughs> I, I think I pronounced Brooklyn wrong, but it's okay. We're going to get through it together. We're going to get through it together. Uh, uh, Laura, you're up, you're up in you know, New York City doing doing comedy. And tell us about Humor Darling. It, it, it's a comedy platform. I, I, I did look at it. It's great. It's great. Tell us exactly mm-hmm. what the goal is and how did you put it together? Yeah, so uh, it came to life uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic as a satire publication through, we started on Medium, and uh, I had a different collaborator at the time. Eventually, things changed, and I was on my own for a little bit, Um, and then I brought on a different friend. And we decided to expand it more into a comedy platform, mm-hmm. um, which is something that's definitely still we're trying to figure out, you know, how to go about that because we're not necessarily web designers by any means. But um, but yeah, we basically want to fill that spot that all those other sites that have since shut down have left um, like a uh, college humor and uh, above average stuff like that. So, um, but we just want to make it more inclusive in the way that um, I feel like a lot of times those other sites had such a high caliber um, of comedians where you almost were like, I'm, I'm competing against celebrities. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we just want to showcase uh, up and coming comedians work and, um, you know, right now it mostly is satire, but we do have a couple of videos on our Instagram and we're hoping to do more of that in the new year. So Humor Darling available everywhere. You're on the platforms, you're on Instagram. <laughs> Check it out, everybody. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's remarkable because there's so much uh, different content and it's, it's, really, it's really awesome. So congratulations on everything. Because um, one thing I'm impressed by you, you, you create your work. You're not kind of running. I mean, you do, you do a lot of sketch comedy mm-hmm. and writing. You're an actor. So you're kind of making mm-hmm. things happen as opposed to just, you know, running around trying to get jobs. Is that, that's, that's my impression. Yeah, no, I, I, comedy has, I guess it, you know, in the way that so many people have been doing this for 10 plus years, it's been a newer development. I've only been doing it for like three or four years, but, um, I think I got really frustrated with just searching for gigs all the time as an actor that once I realized, you know, most of comedy is, you know, it's your material. It's not just being on other people's projects. It gave me a sort of sense of independence. And, um, and I, you know, I still audition and, and want <laughs> to be in other people's things. But, but actually, I've realized, like, you know, I have a lot to offer. And, um, 
yeah, being able to make your own stuff, it's, uh, it, it holds you accountable too. Mm-hmm. So you'll never not have something going on when you're talking to people, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now you, um, what you enjoy is satire, creating characters and sketches mm-hmm. and um, talk about sketch comedy and how you do mm-hmm. it. To me, I, I do stand up, not comparing myself to you, but I've been doing stand up for no. quite a few years. Well, no, trust me, not comparing myself <laughs> to you. But um, I find stand up, you know, amazing and scary, but sketch mm-hmm. just seems so terrifying and hard to, to, to do. Oh, yeah. Well, um, again, it's funny because. I'm technically on a sketch team. I am on one, um, but we're digital. So in the pre-pandemic world, this team would have been going up on stage, you know, every week or whatever. But, um, you know, because of everything, we've just been filming and streaming our shows on Twitch. And that's just one aspect of, you know, the things I make. But it's just kind of funny because I don't, I, I don't like feel any fear when it's like, behind the camera Mm. the weird I think the harder aspect is that like now you know before we had a sort of influx of cases again but live shows were coming back and I had to be like okay you you know you went to school for the stage acting like you've got to try to get yourself back on the grind and like get comfortable with it but I yeah I think it's it's always going to be scary if you're not doing it regularly and I, f- I even found that, like, you had to do it several times to just slow down and feel comfortable again. But, um, but yeah, as far as anything else goes, like, I'd say everything I make is behind the camera or, like, satire, the written word. A lot of times I find that because it's my own project or because, you know, like, Humor Darling, I'm, I'm editing people's work a lot of the time because mm-hmm. we're running it. Um, and with characters and sketch, like I hate to say it, but the last part becomes acting. Mm. Um, I would <laughs> like you think you think you do a lot more acting as an actor uh, and a comedian, but it's like, you know, I always joke with my partner. It's like how many positions we're we're expected to hold now. It's like web developer, yes, you know, publicist. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in know? the I'm in <laughs> journalism. It's I'm a photographer. Yeah. An oh yeah, it's journalism. Uh, it's great. Right. It's, it's like uh yeah, you never I never thought it would be like this. But um but you know, lucky <laughs> grateful to have a job. But uh you know you've studied yeah, formally with a lot of um acting teachers, theater people and you've done you've done short a short film that got into uh, a big festival in New York. So I mean, um, yeah, I think you might be talking about courtesan. Courtesan. I was gonna say it wrong, I'm, so I didn't maybe, want to say yeah, it. Yeah, no, wrong. that's okay. Courtesan. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pronounce um, anything yeah. right. <laughs> tell us about tell us about that. I mean, was that um, w- w- making a short film? Was that how's that different than the sketch and the video? I mean, what, what's mm-hmm. the filmmaking like? Yeah, courtesan came um, before I got heavy into comedy. Um, it's, I made it with one of my closest friends, Ryan Shervanko, and he definitely is probably the reason why I sort of picked myself up in a way. Um, he's a great working actor and we had been collaborating on a performance group called at night when, you know, before the pandemic and we would throw these like immersive house parties and um, eventually we were just like, you know, who do we got to who do we got to kill to get some new real footage? And 
we both felt like very distraught at waiting to be in other people's projects and whatnot. And so Courtesan was like one of his earlier projects that he shot. Um, and I think that was all just on an iPhone and yeah. And our friend Cynthia Robinson was the writer for that. Um, it was pretty, I mean, the thing is, is like, I think a lot of people get tied up in, um, Oh, how can I make something? It's so time consuming. I don't know that it always has to be like looking back on that. It was a really seamless project. It was just a couple days. It was a really short script. It was just like simple editing. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be like this big budget masterpiece. I like it because I, I, I know I looked I looked at what my guests do and I'm like, y'all do so much work. And I'm thinking maybe I can make a little movie. I'm not I'm not going to. Yeah. Do it. I'm, I'm watching yeah. the crown. I'm busy. I'm watching the crown. I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, but no. T- um, tell me about now. You you have a character. You do a, a Gwyneth Paltrow takeoff and um, it, it's a horse. It's a horse lady. Um, yeah, what's going yeah. on? It, it's it's remarkable and hilarious, and it's it's on um, oh, it's on there. I know, but I mean, it, it's why did you come up with the? Are you like Gwyneth Paltrow? What you think? What made I don't you know. Think horse? I, I really don't know. Looking back on things like this, I'm like not sure where it came from. But I can say I've easily had like an interest in her for a while. I found like those like a look back on your memories portion on Facebook and um, there was this blog I had found back in the <laughs> in like 2013 or something um, where they were comparing a lot of her quotes pulled from articles with like fake quotes that people made up and you had to guess which one was oh, hers hard and and it was hard and it just kind of and then like following her with like all her lawsuits for her products mm. um, I just like found a fascination in her and I've always done like, I've always had a lot of fun with doing um, self-help wellness characters. Like I Mm -hmm. did this other sketch called Chakra Khan and um, she's, she's like a scammy acting teacher, but it's all about like spirituality and wellness. So I don't know if it's that like I deeply despise (laughs) You know, communities that prey on people like that. You know, There's a lot going on, and uh, but, yeah, but it is um, it is mockable. That's one of my words. Um, but it's it's also the Gwyneth Paltrow as a reimagined as a horse. It's it's quite good natured. I mean, that's what I liked about <laughs> it. It was it was not like a um, it wasn't like a critical mean spirit. You know, it was very nicely done. It was very funny. Was, oh, thanks. It wasn't like yeah, it's fun not. Of her. It's definitely well, right. Of. Exactly. It's not about her like physically it's just like what if she had horses what if she had horses and had to do a lot of typing which that was my favorite part I think was the typing and having a meeting and no but the yeah it was it was very I I just liked it a lot it made me made me happy it wasn't it wasn't uh, and I think that's like whoever a celebrity that's a celebrity image that could be you know pretty easy to just take a shot at (laughs) much much more thoughtful I thought I thought right and um how how did your new year's go tell us all about um what you did yeah, it was pretty tame. Um, we just had like two other friends over and um, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's like the new New Year's in your 30s or if it's <laughs> just <Could> be. <laughs> us being mindful of this ever, ever long pandemic. But yeah, we just, yeah, it wasn't a crazy one this year, obviously. Um, I feel like a lot of us 
felt like maybe that wasn't the best idea. But um, yeah, it was, um, it's also like, I, I don't really love holidays where there's like big anticipation. I don't like, either. I, I, yeah. So much like pressure that is not, not, yeah. not needed. <laughs> I know. I always feel like I have more fun at like, uh, even like a wedding, I think, because it's like about someone else. <laughs> yes. Let them let them deal with all the it yeah. just seems like there's a law that you have to have all this fun in public on New Year's and I'm like, no, I just wanna I had to go out for as a report. I had I didn't have to. I looked oh, around on Duval. Out? It was it was it was something else. It was crowded and then I was like, I just wanna go home and watch the crown and that's where I was <laughs> at midnight watching She's into the crown. Learning right now, about people. it's hard. It's like a it's like a class I'm taking in history. No, it is. I, I quit that class long ago. <laughs> it's so hard. I respect you. I, you can't be on your phone, Laura. You have to be paying no. attention the whole. Yes. You, you gave up the crown after how many seasons? Um, I think we got to like season two, and then I was like, That's I good. can't keep anything That's, straight. Yeah, I, I don't know, and it's teaching me how little I know of history. I know not, mm. everything that's going on. Like there was a fog. Sorry, everybody. There was a war. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But uh, the crown, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> it just made me feel really. It makes me feel really dumb. But then I'm like, now I feel really educated. Anyway, I'm gonna let it go. Um, and uh, <laughs> but but tell me what um what drew you to being an actor? You're from the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. You're from um Ohio. Mm -hmm. Near mm -hmm. Toledo, you said. Yep. And and what what drew um, you into acting? Were you just a kid that was like, I'm gonna do stuff? In or on? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it, again, it's like I wish I I had like one of those reasons, but I know that I originally enrolled in school as an education major, and I didn't really have like a lot of guidance with like colleges and whatnot, and so. Um, I enrolled as an education major. I forgot I enrolled as an education major. Mm -hmm. I got there. <laughs> this is like how little I cared about it. And I was like, oh, I did that. And um, as soon as I realized that's like what I claim my major to be, I moved to undecided. And then I just started taking classes along with, you know, the prerequisites or whatever um, that interested me. And I kept taking like, I took like the non-majors acting class, but I was getting frustrated that there was like, you know, people like a football player in it who was just like trying to fulfill his credit and like mm -hmm. wasn't taking it seriously. And I was like, where's a more serious class? And um, the teacher was like, well, <laughs> you could major. In it. So I kind of got in at the nick of time, honestly. I like it. I like it. Well, congratulations <laughs> on all your success, continued success. You got a lot going on. Everyone look at uh, Humor Darling. Laura Ornella, thank you so much for, for coming on. I hope you can come back sometime. Thank you so much, Gwen. Have a lovely day. You too. Take care. <laughs> and thank you all for tuning in this morning to It's Too Early. I'll be back with a look at headlines and weather forecast. Something happened at the southernmost point. I You may have heard about it, but we'll, we'll take a look at it. And uh, we're going to play a, a song first, though. Let's play, oh, I like this song, Culture Wars, Leave Me Alone. Stick around, everyone.